Have you ever wondered what someone would do if they could start all the way over? Well, today I'm giving you the top five things I would do if I was starting over as a travel entrepreneur on social media. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the Social Takeoff Podcast, a podcast for travel professionals who are ready to use social media to help their business take off. I'm Kelly Haysmith, your host. I'm travel agent turned social media marketer who now works with multiple seven-figure travel agencies to help them infuse strategy and create a target social plan. I'll be sharing all of the tips and tricks of the trade, as well as content ideas and trends that you should be using to help grow your travel business. Let's get started. Are you looking for another way to grow your travel business on social media? What about a group chat with me once a week where you can network and collaborate with other travel professionals who are doing the exact same thing and asking me questions at the same time? What about two bonus live videos every single month, extra reels, and a carousel post every single Wednesday? Want to know? All about this? Well, I am actually talking about my Instagram subscriptions. For less than $5 every month, you can get all of this bonus content that's going to help your travel business skyrocket using social media. If you want to join, make sure to go to my Instagram account at Kelly Haysmith and click subscribe. It is back to normal, back to the routine, back to school, and I am so excited to get to recording again when things are calmer and you all can hear me better and I can focus better. And this topic came up the other day in my DMs. Somebody sent me a message on one of my question boxes the other day and it said, I want to know what you would do differently if you were starting over. And I thought that was a great question and a great podcast topic. And so I decided since most of you are um, travel agents, I decided what I would do was it, this is what I would do if I started over as a travel agent on social media. So I'm going to give you the five things that I would do if I was starting over and tell you why and how you can do them without starting over and just get started. So the, these are not in any order, I don't think, because I was literally just journaling them down, but I'm going to give you the five. So the first thing that I would do would be to set a real, just to be realistic. And what I mean by that is I would be realistic in how often I should be posting. I would be realistic in my growth and my goals. Um, I would be realistic in the content I was creating, like all of the things be realistic. Even now I have put like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I can post a post and a reel every day. And then two reels on Tuesday, Thursday and yada, yada, yada. And it's hard. It is hard to show up that much. And sometimes I'm not realistic with my time even now because I want to show up so much because I have things to say and I want you all to see me consistently. But the truth is it's really difficult to show up in that manner all the time. 
And so I think that that is really important. I also know that when I set goals, when I first started out, it felt like I should be making X amount of bookings from this social media post, or I should be growing X amount of followers every week or every month. And none of that is realistic because I can't, there are so many things that are out of my control. So instead I would set goals to be realistic and what they would look like are, I would set a realistic schedule. Now I'm not going to tell you what that would be because I feel like you have to decide that for yourself, but it would be, you know, two to three posts per week to get started. Um, and then in, in terms of growth, I, instead of measuring by followers or whatever, I would see my realistic growth goal would be, I'm going to reach out to X amount of people every week, not in a sales strategy, not in a way of saying, Hey girl, did you know I can book your next vacation? But in the way of saying, commenting on their posts and answering their questions and being engaging and conversational. I feel like those are things that I did not do early on. I really expected people to come to me. Um, and I did a lot of sharing from my business page to my personal page. And I would like to pull back on that and really focus on creating meaningful conversations with people. So that's number one, be realistic. Number two, would be, and I, I'm trying, I'm struggling. I'm looking at my list of five things and I'm struggling with which one to say first. But number two would be to trust the niche. And the reason that I say that is when I first started planning travel, I went into it because of my love for Disney. But I was like, well, I got to plan all the things and I got to do all the things and I got to work with all the people because that's the only way I can grow my business. And I I booked a lot of things that I didn't enjoy booking. I looked at, booked a lot of things that took me a lot of time to research. So it cost me money. If you consider money as, and time, you know, if you consider that your time is money, it, it cost me a lot of time. Um, and then I didn't enjoy it as much. And I wasn't getting really specific about my ideal client because it's not, I didn't do what I love to do. Now, I am not saying that your niche needs to be a destination, but I am saying that understanding your niche and really throwing yourself into the niche is not, it will cause you to grow quicker. It feels like you are being exclusionary, maybe. And people who are afraid to commit to the, a niche are usually afraid to commit to a niche because they feel like they're going to cut people out or they're going to cut business out. And that's stressful and um, scary. But the truth is, while the number may not come as quickly up front, like immediately, it will come I don't know how to say this. Like, I'm like literally trying to pick my words. Okay, let me start over. Like diving headfirst into your niche may cause a lower number in the first few months or a little bit of your business. But as time goes on, as you become known as the go-to person for this niche, or you become really clear on your ideal client because you're really clear on your niche, 
then you grow quicker because you are the go-to. You're not just anybody. You are who the, that ideal client wants to go to or who that niche is going to. And you're beginning to plan the trips that are number one, your ideal trips and your ideal clients. But number two, when you're known as the go-to, more people want to go to you. And so again, while it feels like you're cutting things out in the short term, you might even be cutting things out in the short term. But in the long term, the there's bigger success to be found in your niche and by owning that than there is in not embracing that. I hope that makes sense, but that's that would be something that would be really important to me. Number three would to be to build templates first. Um, back in the day, um, don't scroll too far on my Canva or not on my Canva, on my Instagram, because you're going to see things that are not as pretty. And this also is going to have into um, the next one as well. But um, I would, I was constantly creating in Canva because I was never... I hadn't created templates. And so I was just constantly creating from scratch and I didn't like the way things looked. They weren't branded. And I just, it was constant perfectionism paralysis because I was constantly trying to start over. And so building templates, which is a really technical thing would have been, would be like one of the very first things that I would do before I started worrying about posting anything. That way I was creating a really solid brand appearance to get started with and, um, was saving a ton of time. And I know that that one is like, really seems very small, but it's a big deal and will save you like so much time. Okay. Number four, this is going to be a short episode. That's okay. Number four, I would not fight the pivot. Like the pivot, all I can think of is Ross yelling about the pivot, um, about pivoting, but I've pivoted a few times in my business and every single thing that I learned has made me better at what I am doing now. I have no doubt I am where I'm supposed to be. I have no doubt that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. I, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do, but I would not be as good at what I do now had I not gone through those pivots that led me here. And I think that it's, I don't think I know because I struggled really badly in my last pivot, which was really the niche as well, going from all the people to travel agents. I fought it so hard for years. You can ask my business coach, um, for years, I would say, I know I need to, but, and I was terrified of of cutting business out. I used to tell myself all the time, there's not enough business in travel agents for me to just do that. But then I would, so I would, I would fight myself on that. And I also was scared of changing again. What are people going to think? She used to do travel. Now she's on social media marketing. Now she's pivoting back to social media marketing for travel agents. Like what are people going to think when I keep changing? And I was so paranoid about what people were going to think that I didn't allow myself to do what I needed to do. And so that pit, like embracing that pivot 
quicker would have led me where I am sooner. And so if I had it to do all over again, I would embrace the pivot when I knew I was supposed to pivot. I would have embraced it and gone from there. And I want to say that about your travel business. I'm talking about the niche and people have this idea that once they niche, they have to stay in that niche and your life changes and seasons change and your interest changes and all of those things that start to happen and change, you are going to change as well. And so there are going to be pivots in your business where you pivot from one niche to the next, or you pivot from a special one specialty to the next, or, you know, whatever that looks like in your business, embrace that. That is okay. You're not hurting your business by doing that. You're really helping your business grow. It, don't fight it. I promise. Don't fight it. Be sure, but don't fight it. And the last one and probably most important one, which would have led me to more growth quicker would be unfollow and mute. And I have had to learn the hard way. Social media is a place where we compare ourselves to other people all the time. Still to this day, I get self-conscious about my, about what I'm doing and, and things like that. And what I have found is that unfollowing or muting is a form of self-care. And it's really hard to grow your business when you're constantly trying to see how it stacks up against another business. You don't know where that business is in their journey. You don't know if they're doing their social media content themselves. You don't know if it's real or pretend. You don't know anything about them. You are comparing what they put out into the world, you know, that highlight stuff to your real life. And people say, oh, they've got thousands of followers. Well, honey, they can buy thousands of followers if they want to. You don't know. You don't know what they're doing. And so I would have found the unfollow and the mute button sooner. And um, I would do that in a lot of ways. Number one, if they make me question my business or if they're making me second guess my choices, they need to be unfollowed or muted. If I find myself imitating them because I feel like they're better than me, they need to be unfollowed or muted. If I, if they make me feel less than unfollow or mute, it's not about them. It's about me. It's about my peace of mind. It's about me sticking to my growth um, and my plans and my goals and, and keeping my head in the game. It's so much more important to do those things than it is to just follow a bunch of people. And I feel like that people feel like they have to follow people because they've been followed. Like, you know, it's like follow for follow or whatever. Like you don't. And if you want to continue to follow them because you don't want them to know that you're not following them, just mute them. They'll never know. And then they no longer show up in your stuff. And so um, I feel like that's something I would have done in real life as well sooner. Unfollow and mute because there are some people. So I used to work. I worked in surgery for a long time. And I worked with a surgeon who's one of his famous quotes was your opinion while interesting is invalid. Um, and I, I think that when you start getting comments or whatever in your, in your social media presence or in your life, you have people who have all kinds of opinions on you and your business and your life and your parenting and your kids. 
And this idea that we can make everybody happy all of the time, or that, I mean, I, I shared in my stories a couple of days ago that um, there was this negative comment on somebody that I have been strategizing with, and they turned it to really content gold um, from a negative comment. This idea that people are never going to be negative, have negative comments about anything in our life is just insane. But the idea that you have to entertain that is also insane. So don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. And realize that their opinion may be interesting. You may learn something from it, but it's completely invalid because it's not you. And they don't know the story. They don't know the whole thing. And so just like I am comparing myself to them, they are giving an opinion without the whole story. And I am comparing myself to someone without the whole story. And if I don't have the whole story, then I need to unfollow and mute if it's fit making me feel any kind of way. So give yourself permission to do that. All right. Those are the five things. This was a short episode, but it was super fun. Those are the five things that I would do differently if I could start over. I hope you enjoyed them. And I want to know what you would do differently if you were starting over. So head to my DMs on Instagram and tell me, tell me what it is that you would do. And I will talk to you all next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday for a bonus episode, Five Things Friday, and every Tuesday for a brand new episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday